0: Hi everyone. My name's Tom Langen and this is Something Good. The bite-sized podcast about anything and everything good for goodness sake. Welcome to episode 4. Running. So today I'm talking about something that I think is good that is something that most people think of as Bad. But hopefully, even if I don't change your mind today, I'll get you thinking about it a little bit. That's my goal. So, running. What is running? Well, running is what most people think of as jogging. But I will tell you that runners hate to be referred to as joggers. It's just one of those things. There is sort of a perceived negative uh, connotation that goes along with the term jogger. Almost like it's not a real sport. Kind of, I think a lot of runners feel that it, it sort of demeans um, the nature of the endeavor of running, that it's not a real athletic pursuit. It makes it sound like it's more like a hobby and not a sport. Um, and I think that's probably why a lot of runners bristle at being referred to as joggers. So, just a word to the wise. If you ever see somebody who's running, and there go my dogs barking in the background. I don't know if you can hear them, but they're barking downstairs because apparently uh, they heard something really scary. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, runners really hate to be referred to as joggers. So, I would recommend, uh, if you know somebody who's a runner, don't ask them if they went for a jog. Ask them if they went for a run. Um, Just a little word to the wise. So running is one of those funny things. Like, Like I said, a lot of people think of it as bad. And I think a lot of that goes to if you're involved in recreational sports when you're a kid, running is very often used as a punishment in a lot of recreational sports. I know I grew up playing lacrosse and football. And running was part of regular practice for both of those sports, but running was also used as a punishment in both of those, in my experience, in both of those sports. Basically, if we had a bad day of practice, if we weren't working hard, if we weren't trying hard, if the coach wasn't happy with our performance um, because of uh, sort of our behavior or attitude or whatever the case may be, We ended up having to do extra running at the end of practice, extra sprints, uh, extra distance runs, whatever the case may be. Um, But running was very often used as a punishment um, in both lacrosse and football, in my experience uh, growing up. And so I think that's how a lot of people carry the idea of running into their adult lives. They think of running as something that is a punishment, not something that could be fun not something that can be rewarding, not something that can actually be enjoyable. And I think that keeps a lot of people who otherwise might decide to go for a run or might take up running as part of their uh, fitness routine uh, decide not to because they think of it as a punishment. Um, So there's this famous quote um, from Bart Yasso who was – Uh, And I hope I'm saying his name right. That's just how it's spelled Y-A-S-S-O. So I'm saying Yasso. I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation. Uh, If it's not, then I apologize. But uh, Bart Yasso was the um, editor-in-chief, quite a well-known editor-in-chief of Runner's World magazine. Um, And there's a famous quote from him that I'm just going to read to you uh, and then talk a little bit about. And the quote goes like this. Quote, I often hear someone say... I'm not a real runner, but we are all runners. Some just run faster than others. I have never met a fake runner. And a lot of runners will tell you that, recreational runners, people that run uh, as part of a group. Um, Becky, my girlfriend, who you've heard me mention before, is a member of a running group called the Rivertown Runners based down in Sleepy Hollow, New York. And she's been running with them for a number of years now. I uh, have run with them a bunch as well. I've become a member of the group also. And any of the members of that group will tell you, if you run at all, you're a runner. They call me a runner, although I wouldn't describe myself as a runner. Um, But yesterday, I went and ran seven miles with them. So I think by their standards, by their definition, and by most people's definition, I'm a runner. Although I don't really describe myself as a runner. My real focus is running is part of what I do. My focus is on uh, becoming a better triathlete right now. I'm, a, I'm young in the sport. I've only been doing triathlon for a couple of years. And this year I'm actually doing my first Ironman. So I'm excited slash nervous about that. Um, but running is, like I said, just kind of part of my, my regimen. It's literally a third. Of what I do, I I swim, bike, and run, um, because that's triathlon. But uh, but yeah, they would describe me as a runner. So if you run at all, you're a runner, according to Bart Yasso, who is um uh and, and who is a who's a renowned and beloved figure uh in in running sports. So uh so take it from him. Don't even take it from me. If you run, you're a runner. He has never met a fake runner, and uh I would believe him. So so that brings us to, we now, we now know, or we've described, kind of defined what running is. So then the question is, why should you run? Well, there's obvious, you know, the obvious answer right off the bat. Um, it's good for you because it is cardiovascular exercise, right? So you hear people talk about cardiovascular exercise. Basically what running does is it elevates your heart rate and then it sustains an elevated heart rate for a prolonged period of time. Um, any endurance sport will do this. Cycling will do the same thing. Um, but but yeah, so it's good for you because of that. Um, but it's good for you for a lot of other reasons too. Um, it can also be good for you mentally. Uh, and that's one of the things that I find good about running, especially when I go out for a run um, on my own, uh, which I do a fair amount um becky's in a training plan right now and i am not i haven't started my training plan yet i start uh in about a month or so a little bit over a month i'll start my training plan for my iron man so we're not going to be on the same training plan which means that she has specific runs that she needs to do i will have specific runs that i need to do which means we'll be running by ourselves a lot um and so when you run by yourself um there's a couple of things that I think it does for me. I find it mentally challenging. You have to have those conversations with yourself when you're by yourself, convincing yourself that you need to keep going, getting through that hurdle of knowing the difference between uh, hard and hurt, uh, which is a thing that endurance athletes battle with a lot. Um, just because something's hard doesn't mean it it's bad for you, doesn't mean it's hurting you. and uh it also doesn't mean that you are hurt but you have to learn how to recognize when you're hurt there's a difference between hard and hurt um and so it can help you deal with that because you have to talk yourself through the hard parts when you're running by yourself um the other thing too is is i uh believe it or not i know i just said i'm doing an ironman this year but i used to be a smoker i used to smoke uh, about a pack of cigarettes a day and um one of the things that i liked about smoking Um, was that it gave me kind of a break. I've always been the kind of person that has found it useful whenever I'm working on anything um, to be able to kind of take take five, to walk away from it, to leave it for a couple of minutes, especially if I'm becoming frustrated with something, if I'm finding something difficult. I find that walking away for a few minutes and giving myself the opportunity to bring my frustration down and reset a little bit really helps me uh, in getting things done and achieving what I want to achieve. And actually, smoking used to do that for me. Now, I don't go for five-minute long runs because that's not very useful um, as a period of time to go running for. Although, if you're just starting out, five minutes is better than no minutes. So, don't don't let that discourage you if you've only got five minutes or you can only run for five minutes and you want to keep going. Do it. Go run for five minutes. But for me, I don't find running for five minutes a very kind of useful use of five minutes. But it is useful for me to go out, go for a run, spend an hour outside on my own, by myself, with my thoughts, clearing my head. It's a great opportunity to reset, especially if you're frustrated with something or you're struggling with something, trying to think through a problem or come up with a way to solve something. Um, I've actually come up with some of the ideas for this podcast while I was running. So it's really a good way. It kind of helps me think. And it does that for me in the way that, um, I used to use uh cigarette breaks for. So that's just one of those things. It's kind of a, it was a funny thing. I thought that, uh, at the end of the day that running ended up actually replacing a behavior, uh, or fulfilling the same kind of behavior that, uh, that smoking used to fulfill for me. Um, There is also a social aspect to running. Um, So I do a lot of runs by myself, but I do run with other people too. Like I said, Becky and I are both members of um, the Rivertown Runners Running Group. There are runners groups everywhere. If you have uh, doubts about how to find one, I mean, social media is a great way. If you look around on social media, I guarantee you, you will find a running group in your area. If not, uh, reach out to a local running store. uh, If you just Go to Google Maps and type in running shoes or running store. You'll find someone, you'll find one somewhere in your local area. And if you reach out to them, I guarantee you, if they don't have a local running group, they know how to get you in touch with the local running group. So there are local running groups everywhere. It's a great way to expand your social circle, to meet new people, um, to especially if you're just starting out running, to find a group that will support you um, because it will be a struggle at the beginning. Um, you know, until you kind of, until you get over those initial hurdles of being able to run a few miles at a time of, you know, that kind of establishing that initial baseline fitness that you need to be able to run longer distances, it'll be a struggle for a little while. And and running groups are a great way to kind of help you get through that initial struggle. Cause I think that's where a lot of people in any, in any sport or any athletic endeavor, when people try to get in shape, um, I think that's where a lot of people, Start to fall apart is when, um, is when they hit those hurdles, those initial hurdles, establishing that baseline fitness, um, and they don't have a good support group around them. Uh, those are the times when it's really easy to give up. So, running groups are a great way to get you past that point, that difficult point when you're first starting out uh, with running. And to make friends, honestly, to make new friends, um, to expand your social circle, to meet new people. If you've just moved somewhere, Joining a running group is a great way to, to meet people uh, where you live now. Um, <clears throat> it's, running is a great way to um, set goals and, and then see your gains toward those goals. You, you will see kind of as you get into a sport like running, at least this has been my experience, you see a lot of gains really quickly um, at, if you keep at it if you if you train intelligently if you train smartly if you follow a bit of a training plan or something like that we just lost the uh there we go lost the logo behind me sorry uh if you're listening to this on audio that that didn't matter to you at all but my uh my computer screen that has the something good logo on me went to sleep so it's just resetting that anyway um <clears throat> it it's a good way like i was saying to to set goals and see those gains you'll see a lot of gains really quickly You will be setting uh, what a lot of people refer to as as PRs or personal records or PBs, personal bests um, at pretty much every event you race, um, at pretty much every distance you run, you'll set those over and over and over again, a lot at the beginning, um, which really is super encouraging. Um, It's a great way to see, to really measure your improvement and measuring your improvement with anything, particularly with uh, an athletic endeavor or a sport like running it is really I think beneficial, especially early on so um so it, it's a great way to kind of see those see that you can set a goal and and then subsequently achieve that goal and ultimately, I think running for me has been a great way for me to be able to achieve things that I didn't think were possible, so when I started running. Um, as a sport. Uh, I like I said, I, I ran in football. Um, I ran as part of lacrosse when I was in in high school, but then didn't run for the better part of 20 years. And then a number of years ago, when Becky joined Rivertown Runners, um, I started periodically going out for short runs, both with her and on my own. And <clears throat> a few years later, I've run several half marathons. My Half marathon personal record is is an hour and 44 minutes to cover 13.1 miles, which I'm super happy with. I think that's really good, especially for somebody like me who is never a naturally gifted runner. Um, Also pretty cool for somebody like me who's a former smoker um, and who has also had two knee surgeries. Uh, And that brings me to something else, too, that I just wanted to cover really quickly. I... I've had two knee surgeries. I've had two arthroscopies on my left knee to remove cartilage, um, torn cartilage. And so I don't have a lot of cartilage left. There's very little left of the lateral, um, meniscus in my left knee, the, the, the piece of cartilage kind of on the outside of the knee joint, um, or the towards the outside of the knee joint, uh, is probably the best easiest way for me to describe it. Um, there's very little of that cartilage left. And after my second surgery, the doctor literally said to me, I wasn't allowed to run anymore. And I was kind of confused by that. And so I said, well, what do you mean I'm not allowed to run? And he said, let me paint a picture for you. If someone is pointing a gun at you, you can run. Otherwise, no running. And here I am almost 20 years, no, 20 years after my second surgery. Um, actually a little little over a little over 20 years, excuse me. Um, since my second knee surgery that I had my freshman year in college and I can run a half marathon, I have run a half marathon. And later this year I will be running a marathon as part of an Ironman. Uh, and then I'm also signed up to run a full marathon, uh, by, by itself, uh, as an event, uh, in December of this year. So it really is running is one of those sports where if you put in a little bit of time, if you put in a little bit of effort and if you do it right, if you are capable, and believe me, um it's surprising who could be who can be capable of running. Um I know people who are well into their 70s who still run 5 10 15 20 miles a week regularly. Um you can achieve incredible things and things you didn't think were possible. Uh, like I said, I was told by a doctor I should never run again. I now can run a half marathon with no knee pain, and I think that's lo- in due in large part to the fact that I I am very conscious of my running mechanics, and I try to I try to to, to, to run well, to have a good gait, um, and to not uh, to not land. In a way that will be uh, jarring on my knees to kind of let my my feet and my lower legs do their job, so that I don't end up um, injuring my knees. But yeah, I can run a half marathon. I can run thirteen point one miles straight without stopping with no knee pain. So, if somebody tells you that running is inherently bad for your knees, runners tend to kind of get pretty upset about this. But I'm here to tell you that that's not necessarily true. I'm not a doctor. But I don't think it's necessary. It is not necessarily true that running is bad for your knees. Running can put stress on your knees. And if you have bad running mechanics, it can definitely injure your knees. But running does not have to injure your knees. Just something to think about. So if you're worried about your knees, if you're older and and thinking about getting into running and worried about your knees, um, talk to somebody who's an expert, get involved in a local group. Um, You know, maybe go talk to a physical therapist who works with a lot of runners. Um, and, and look at it from that, you know, get some insight from that perspective, but don't discount it right away. Um, you definitely more people can run than think they can run. Um, that's kind of the moral of the story here. So here's what I would encourage you to do. If you're a non-runner and you are physically capable of running, go try it. Please try going for a run, see how it feels. Stick with it. Don't just go once. Don't just go twice. Try it for a month, and try doing it regularly. Um, there's lots of plans that you can look up. There are couch to five k plans that you can look up that are specifically designed to take somebody from never having run before to running a five k, which is uh, three point one miles in in a period of time, and gradually build up your endurance to that point, so you can run. Three miles straight. So I would absolutely, 100%, encourage you to do that if you're at all interested. If you're not a runner, go try it. Look up a couch to 5K uh, training plan, follow it, and uh, and get out and go running. And then if you are a runner, which is great by the way, but if you are a runner, think about taking somebody who's not a runner out on a run with you. Um, <clears throat> you know, take them out. Uh, take them with your running group and make sure that they don't get ditched. That's a big thing. Um I know Becky had an experience going out with a running group um just going out for an easy run uh, this run- particular running group has a lot of fast runners in it, and it was the first time she'd ever run with them, and she found uh herself ditched part of the way through the run and ended up having to find her way back on her own uh in an unfamiliar area and uh yeah didn't didn't really enjoy it, and never went back to run with them again so that's a big thing. If, um, if you are, uh, if you're going to take somebody out to go running with you, who's new to the sport, do not ditch them. But yeah, um, I think either way you slice it, if you're not a runner, uh, or if you are a runner, that's going to take a non runner out for a run either way, uh, you're trying something new and trying something new is always something good. So get out there, go for a run, and enjoy. That's all I have for today. Thanks so much again for listening. This is Something Good, the bite-sized podcast about anything and everything good for goodness sake. I'll see you next time. I gotta go deal with my dogs.